Welcome to Future Forward Sales. I'm Lynn Whitbeck, founder and CEO of futureforwardsales.com and Petite to Queen. Our superpower is empowering business owners to transform their sales and grow their business. We work with business owners who reject complacency and focus on innovative thinking to thrive. At the end of the show, in about 20 minutes, I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing sales podcasts. Let's go. So today we have Alejandro Rioja with us today. How are you doing, Alejandro? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Yes, thank you for joining us. So please tell me who you are and what your company does. Um, yeah, I am actually uh, originally from Bolivia. I came to the okay. U.S. Uh, a few years ago and I started my first company called Flux Ventures okay. uh, a few years ago. Basically, what we do is we have a set of different uh, websites. One of them was Flux Chargers, which, is, which was an e-commerce company. Um, we uh, run that company for a few years. Now we move to different things. The latest project that I think most people will be interested of, uh, in is called Future Sharks, which is a blog where we interview people. We have people share their stories, and we now have um, you know we partner with PR agencies and also entrepreneurs, helping them uh, reach a lot more people through our platforms. We have uh, seven different sites on that. Okay, and so how did you get into that? Um, funny enough, I, I, on my, on my personal blog, alejandroreja.com, um, I was writing a lot of, on growth and, mm-hmm. uh, I was trying to grow my website and I would spend a lot of time writing these guys, you know, maybe like eight hours. Um, and I was sharing on my Facebook and because they were sort of like very niched and my, my friends on Facebook weren't necessarily like all, all, all into growth, uh, it would get like 10 likes at, at most. Uh, but when I would get interviewed, uh, on different podcasts or different or websites, it would get over 100 likes, you know, tons of traffic and, and stuff like that just because uh, it had my face in. Mm. So I said, maybe I can interview other people on my blog and see if that helps me get traffic. At the time, I was trying to get traffic uh, to earn money through AdSense. So I started interviewing some of my entrepreneur friends and that caught on and uh, a lot of people, you know, got excited about, about that. And I, I do... SEO and, and other sort of growth promotion techniques. So they got a lot, a lot of good views. And I said, well, maybe I can start a separate domain and interview people and kind of build in all the best practices for SEO and, and sharing into them uh, to kind of help that uh, viral loop get started. Okay. So kind of just from personal experience and figured, well, seems like I can build this and make some money off of it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and mostly like what I, what I was interested in was, uh, how can I get the most sort of like eyeballs on, on a particular mm-hmm. project uh, and the ability to have someone naturally share the content. You know, if you go on my site, you may not share it because it's not about you or it doesn't really help you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if it's a post about you, you will go and share it with your friends and your friends might like it and, and you know, kind of create that loop. Mm-hmm. And it builds from there. And so like you mentioned, you have a lot of different websites. Can you kind of briefly tell us about those and their significance and why also so many uh, yeah, I, I have 13 different websites. Um, okay. And uh, my first website was my personal website, which I mentioned was a lot about growth. And in growth, I like the different experiments. Uh, and you really can't do an experiment or multiple experiments in one site at the same time. 
So I created different sites to create different experiments or different mm -hmm. verticals. Uh, when I was doing AdSense, for example, on my site, I noticed that a lot of the high paying keywords were in the finance in insurance space. So I created a site for that and I started like testing different ideas and stuff like that. I use them sort of as my test bed for uh, these different projects that I have. Uh, so that's one. It's called the insurance nerd.com. Okay. Uh, I mentioned Future Sharks, and we have similar sites like Future Sharks, okay. Throw the Boss, uh, we have Crypto Times, Authority, Authority Daily, uh, and they're just different different niches of the same sort of flavor. Okay. Um, and then we have other sites, uh, like I mentioned, our e-commerce website, uh, Flux Chargers, where we we're trying to do um, grow uh, organically and through through paid ads and Amazon and, and stuff like that. So. Uh, a lot of that, a lot in, in a nutshell, a lot of it comes from me trying to experiment, mm -hmm. seeing what works and what doesn't. Um, I share a lot of like the learnings on my blog, uh, of like what you know. Mm -hmm. I try to experiment. Uh, let's let's see if, if that works uh, and stuff like that. And eventually, um, the sites grew to a point where they are beneficial to each other now. Mm, so, okay. if I want to launch a, a 14th site, uh, I already have some traffic uh, in a particular niche. I can like you know cross promote it. Uh, a link from it on the on the homepage, or et cetera, et cetera, and get a lot of, lot of organic traffic at the start, and like kind of get it started. Okay, so it's almost like your way of, like you said, organizing all your experiments, and I'm sure too, it also serves a way for people to kind of keep up with the different things that you're doing. Yeah, yeah, I, it's like uh, sort of like a a proof of concept, you know, seeing okay. if it works, and then if it works, then I I go and share it with my my subscribers, my readers, uh, and you know, we can all try it together and stuff. Like mm -hmm. that. Perfect. I love that. That's, I've never heard of that using websites the way almost like a folder for all your different experiments. That's ingenious. I love that. Um, so then how do you create fresh opportunities for your customers? Um, for Future Strikes, for example, mm -hmm. I think the, the biggest sort of opportunity for them is the ability to um, get seen on, on Google. Um, okay. so a lot of the customers that, that we have are uh, entrepreneurs who are just starting or entrepreneurs I've kind of like reached their first milestone and I want to like, you know, mm -hmm. reach more people. Um, and they're having, they're struggling to get their name or their company name on Google. Uh, what comes up is not necessarily uh, in the best light or it doesn't really showcase them in, in a sort of authoritative way. Mm -hmm. So um, we've built a lot of like different, these different features, uh, Google News, uh, like Google Discover, all that stuff on, on, the, mm -hmm. on the platform. So that when someone search, searches for their name, uh, they come up and, you know, they kind of okay. like follow them around. And because we have these different, these different websites, we can like cross promote the, the article and reach a lot of people depending on the niche that someone is in. Uh, most, we, we have two different customers. One is an entrepreneur and the other one is a PR agency. So okay. for the PR agency, um, we try to solve the, the bigger issue of kind of pitching and waiting. Mm. Um, so when you go to, to an, a PR agency, they're going to say, you know, we can get you in five different uh, placements. We have to pitch your story, wait, work with the editor and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. We do the betting upfront uh, and then we allow people to kind of like self-serve on our website with uh, sort of like a feature that not many websites have. So okay. The ability to post front to front end. Uh, so you can submit the post, hit enter, and the post goes live right away. Um, so that's a lot of things that people uh, in the PR space like. They, mm -hmm. they don't need to wait uh, they can guarantee a placement to their customers and um, yeah it's a pretty streamlined as well 
Yeah, so you said definitely people can be a you know a little impatient. They definitely want their stuff out there and to the most people possible. So it sounds like you really are fitting that need. Yeah. Awesome. And so where do you leverage then flexibility to continue to think outside of the box? Like you said, I'm, I'm sure you have a lot of ways since you experiment a lot. Um, I, 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 one of the things that I, that I learned throughout, throughout the years, is just kind of like keeping an eye on my customers and keeping uh, my ear, an ear to my customers. So like, I always talk to them and see, you know, what, what else is, what else do you need? Um, mm-hmm. Because, you know, at the end of the day, they're, they're paying the bills. So uh, I talk to them regularly, <clears throat> especially to, to the top, uh, the top three customers mm-hmm. uh, I've calls with them every month. And I say, okay. have you seen any, any other functionality or anything else? Have you seen on a different website you work with different provider um, publisher? Uh, and they say, yeah, I saw this. So then I put it on my uh, Asana, get it prioritized. And then we build it. Uh, so, so we're either building feature parity with other companies or we're trying to innovate in the things that I mentioned there. Um, and I, try to read different blogs and stuff like that and see like, what are, what are they doing better? Um, mm-hmm. like, what could I bring to my site? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. the, uh, yeah, that's it. Okay. So on a way you're kind of able to just go outside of yourself. I'm sure your customers love that, that you reach out especially monthly and so consistently to, you know, get their feedback and see ways that you can do better. I'm sure that really kind of creates that rapport and that great relationship. Yeah, definitely. And I'm, I'm, I'm big on data. So, you know, I like to have some reports internally as well to see, you know, like usually the numbers can tell me mm-hmm. you know, the part of the picture, like if they're mm-hmm. spending more, they're spending less, or if they're spending more time on the side, um, mm-hmm. maybe it's because of something. So uh, okay. that's how we've been discovering the new niches that we work in. So we started Future Sharks. We saw there was a lot of influencers mm-hmm. on space. that wanted to get press. So we did so influential. And then we kind of kept working on that. So okay. I'd say... Nutshell, uh, just talk to customers and like see some data. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like a combination of the feedback comes from data, but it also comes from the relationships and from word of mouth as well, which I'm sure is a good combination to help you and for your customers. Yes. Awesome. So what makes up you know, your secret sauce? What sets you apart in the industry that you work in? Um, I'd say my biggest skill is, uh, organic growth or in, in particular mm-hmm. SEO. I've been doing SEO for seven years. Um, and that's mainly what is, has helped me grow on the websites. So I, I like to understand how, what, what is the, what is the user intent behind this, this query? Mm-hmm. When searching, um, uh, you know, how, how do I grow my, my online presence? Okay. Like what kind of information and in, in what way should I present it to them to not only win their trust, but also win their business. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's sort of like the secret sauce. And the way I've developed that secret sauce is just a lot of experimentation. Uh, there's a certain level, base level of SEO that you can read uh, online. Mm-hmm. And then or like the, the special sauce is just experimenting. And uh, I want to say there is a one particular like technique, but just small variations and small sort of wins here and there that kind of like make that, that leap. Okay. And so... With so many things that you do, and like you said, experiment with, what are you most passionate about? Like, what is the thing that really just drives you every day, especially as a business owner, but of course, as a person as well? Um, I, I am big on personal growth as well. So mm-hmm. uh, I, I only do a few things a day. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I, I go to the gym, I, I cook, and I, and I mostly work. So mm-hmm. uh, I, I try to be 
define uh, define myself by the sort of the goals that I set. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm big on goals, and I think maybe I can share some some insight there. Uh, I use this method called OKRs. Are you familiar with them? Mm-mm. Uh, OKRs stand for objectives and key results. Okay. It's a way basically to kind of create goals and align not just yourself, but an entire company or an entire organization. Um, okay. You can think of it as, a, you know, if you're like the, the owner of a football team, your okay. goal is to, to win the championship. But, sorry, to, to make money. Mm-hmm. And to do that, you have to win the championship and also sell as many tickets as you can. Mm. So winning the championship goes to the coach and then selling as many tickets goes to the CMO. Uh, in the CMO, you know, he kind of breaks it down to their entire team and so on and so forth, such that every small goal ties back to the big goal. Mm, okay. So the OKRs kind of give you like a stepping, uh, like a stepping stones, I feel like it kind of makes it more clear where you're trying to go. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it also helps. Uh, so I should mention, uh, I have a team that I just, mm-hmm. I, I can't handle 13 by mm-hmm. myself. So, um, so yeah, helping, helping everyone in the team see like why that task is, is there. Okay. So when we're building a certain particular functionality, we're building it because it helps the user that something like this that helps eventually get more traffic, et cetera. Um, okay. So, so I'm passionate about that. And, and in my personal life, I have a bunch of OKRs as well. Um, you know, I, I want to do X and I kind of break it down into specific mm. goals and objectives. Um, mm. and, and I work on this. Yeah. A particular point in my in the month of the year or in my life is just different goals. Okay. But the overall, overall trend is, uh, it, it's just kind of like goal setting and, and achieving those goals. Currently, uh, it's, it's the gym and, and working with finance. There you go. Okay. So kind of applying that analytical side of you and data and like I said, concrete goals even to your personal life. Yeah. Perfect. And so you had some interviews on uh, future sharks. What can we expect from those? Um, like people b- being interviewed there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that the, my, my favorite part about future sharks is the fact that, uh, the owners share their own story okay. uh, and you can learn a lot about, about their, their stories that, you know, mm-hmm. stories help you connect with someone. Otherwise everyone's just, uh, working on something that's kind of like uh, a little bland. So mm-hmm. someone might have had a, a rough upbringing or someone saw an opportunity after they got laid off or things mm-hmm. like that. Uh, so one part is the stories and the other part is the actionable advice. So in the interviews, uh, most entrepreneurs will share like one piece of advice or one tool or uh, some new technique that they're using. Uh, mm-hmm. So I've, I've seen, I've gotten accustomed to, or I've gotten familiar with a lot of different tools that I didn't know about, like conducting these interviews by reading what they're writing. Uh, so I think a lot of people could find some value as well there. Perfect. And so all the other websites that you have, are we able to find those on alejandrorioja.com? Um, sort of. I mean, yes. Sure. Okay. It, it, it would take a while to find them all. But yeah, if you go there and you click at the top where it says uh, start here. Okay. That, that will lead you to the best articles that I have on the site. And yeah, those will be the best ones too, three. Perfect. Well, Alejandro, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing all of that. Thank you. Thank you. So, thanks for having me. Thank you so much for listening to Future Forward Sales. If you are a business owner who rejects complacency and is driven to increase their sales and grow their business and would like to have a global impact by being interviewed on our show, please visit futureforwardsales.com 
forward slash apply. If you got something out of this interview, would you do me a favor? Share this episode on social media. Then go ahead and subscribe. Give us a thumbs up, a rating, or a review. My name is Lynn Whitbeck, and I thank you again for your time. Let's connect on your favorite social channels. Thanks for listening.